This dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. style. I promise style. motivation, style. inspiration, and transformation. The sober is dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. Is that uh, addiction is a health issue, not a moral issue. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is dedicated to all the people that recently relapsed. I see you guys. I love you guys. Don't give up on yourself. Um, I may be a little long-winded here, but it's just because this is a passionate subject. So please be patient. And all I ask is that you please share this episode with anyone that may be struggling from relapse. I love you all. Good luck on your recovery. I'll catch you on the other side. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. Um, we just did a series called Roadmap to Recovery, and the purpose of that series was to really highlight the actual stages of recovery, things that we're going to deal with on our journey, such as withdrawal, triggers, um, dealing with um, emotions, emotional withdrawal, um, scheduling, making sure that we watch out for things like boredom and depression and how to combat these things as they arise. And the purpose of this series was to help us reduce the chances of relapse. And, you know, that dreaded R word, man, you know, the R word word that we want to promote is recovery, not relapse. But we see a lot of people in the community suffering, you know, and and look, I want to like really talk about relapse um, because we have to end the stigma of relapse because it's part of the recovery process. I think relapse and it's just not to give people an excuse to relapse like oh let me relapse because it's part of the process but we're suffering from a disease and addiction is a disease right it's a health it's a health crisis it's a mental health crisis it's a medical health issue and i think that we have to remember that like when we're struggling i remember when i relapsed there's a lot of things i didn't know i was overwhelmed Um, And I was really suffering and that one drink just threw me over the top and I wish I had more insight on it. I wish I didn't have to express so much guilt and anger and shame. I really beat myself up when I relapsed. Honestly, I really, really did a number on myself psychologically. I used to feel like I wasn't shit. Like I was like, how dare you? How could you? And it was so much shame. And I didn't know at the time I was suffering from a disease. I had no idea how deep the rabbit hole went. Um, and it was just really a lot of sadness. I used to look at, um, look in the face of the pe- the person that I was with at the time. And they'll look at me when I relapsed with so much hatred, like I was a demon or something. And I used to be like, damn, man, like, and I just used to just go, I used to retreat deeper and deeper and deeper within my addiction. And I was lost because I used to look at it like I really don't want to drink like this. I don't want to, I don't know why I'm drinking this way. 
And then, you know, my life is falling apart. And then, you know, I'm being judged that, you know, people would talk behind our backs and my back. And then, you know, it was this big thing. It was like everyone against me, the addict. And I used to feel alienated and, you know, judged like a zoo animal. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was really unfortunate. And I realized that people don't know how to deal with relapse. They don't know how to deal with an addict's addiction. People just feel like it's a big inconvenience and burden to them. And they don't always remember that we're suffering from the disease. So it's up to us to remember this. And it's up to us to hold each other up. And it's up to us to remember this when we're suffering. Right? Um, So we don't beat ourselves up like the world does. Um... And this is so important to me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so let's look at the word relapse and what it means. Relapse, verb, of someone suffering from a disease, suffer deterioration after a period of improvement. So suffer deterioration after a period of improvement, right? The noun is a deterioration in someone's state of health after temporary improvement, right? Um, You know, similar way of um, addressing relapse to get ill or worse again, to get ill. So remember the words of someone suffering from a disease. This is a clinical, this is the definition, this is the proper definition. And to get ill or worse again, right? So it's an illness, all right? So it's as if, um, you know, it's as if someone has cancer and then it goes into remission and then it comes back again. It's no different from the addict, right? It's a disease that could, you, we, it could go and then we could have what we call a relapse or reoccurrence. Okay, what does it mean to have a relapse? A person who is trying to stop using drugs can make mistakes, feel bad, and start using again. This return to drug use is called a relapse. Relapse is common and normal and happens to a lot of people recovering from drug addictions. It's the same with quitting drugs. What happens if you relapse? After a relapse, many people experience feelings of shame and regret. Furthermore, you may feel like giving up the fight and giving into your addiction rather than continuing to work hard and overcome the fleeting desire to use. These are normal but can create challenges to creating a drug-free life. Okay? Let's look at that a little bit further. Just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Um, after a relapse, many people experience feelings of shame and regret. So this is what I was trying to explain a few seconds ago. Having this disease is so gripping that when you relapse, you kind of like feel all of these negative emotions because you don't really know what went wrong or where it went. I'm seeing people every day. And the initial reaction is, I don't know what I was thinking. I feel horrible. I hate myself. I feel like shit. And it's just like, yo, throw in the towel.com. Like people just feel like they just emotionally floored. 
you know, because you're riding this wave of recovery and sobriety and then you crash and it's part of the normal process. And the reason why we did the last two episodes, this all makes, this is all part of the, um, why I created, I'm creating this series. The reason why we did the last two episodes, the roadmap to recovery, the roadmap to recovery, excuse me, um, is to let people have kind of like a map where they could kind of figure out where they went wrong on that journey. So we, you know, we call it a roadmap on our journey of recovery, right? And we could go back and say, okay, somewhere between week five and week 10, I relapsed. And during that stage, I probably was within a withdrawal period, right? Or I was in the abstinence phase. So I hit the wall. We talked about the wall where your brain and body starts to adjust and heal and you feel kind of really out of place. You're by, you're tired. You're, you're, you, you have, um, volatile emotions you may be confused you may be really lost in this stage of your recovery so certain parts of our recovery we need more love more treatment and more community and more understanding so we could prevent the pitfalls of relapse during these parts of recovery but let's talk about the average person who's like they've been using for a very long time Their life is totally unmanageable. They're super rock bottom. They're lost. And then they find this little glimpse of recovery, but they don't have all the resources and they're so damaged in their disease that they just go right back to the source of their addiction. We have to have mercy. Everyone's at different stages. So if you're someone that, if you're a family member or a friend of someone suffering, and look guys, I'm super bougie now that I'm in recovery and I'm a serious, I was a serious, I'm a serious alcoholic. And people was like, yo, this dude literally used to be the worst alcoholic in the world. And now he looks at people like he, you know, he don't drink, he's Mr. High and Mighty. My thing is I take my recovery seriously. I have an adverse reaction to alcohol or when someone's drunk. So that means what? It means that I have to be patient as a human being and remember that there's still people struggling, right? So I'm not saying this like I'm high and mighty. I get frustrated when I go to a bar or if I'm at a restaurant and people's drunk and loud and they start with with that shit, I start getting defensive because it's a trigger for me, right? But it doesn't mean I don't understand it. When someone is suffering, I understand it. I have a lot of patience with people because I... You know, I know this is tough. It's going to take time. Everyone's on their different journey. You have to have compassion. I realize it's a disease, right? And I really wish I knew this earlier. (sighs) Let's move along. What causes relapse? Relapse is usually caused by exposure to people, places, things, or emotions that remind people in recovery of substance abuse. These, these triggers cause intense cravings or make people in recovery think they need alcohol or other drugs to cope. So ladies and gentlemen, in our last episode, Roadmap to Recovery, we talked about the importance of mastering triggers. I want to do a trigger mastery class. 
all right? I want to do a trigger mastery class where we identify, where we spend weeks at a time identifying every possible trigger and then having steps to avoid these triggers. So for me, um, in the initial stages, going into a liquor store was a trigger for me. Um, what else is a trigger for me? Um, I don't know, smelling cigarettes. Um, or smoking cigarettes is a trigger for me because cigarettes was directly related to my alcohol use, right? So if I drank, I needed to smoke. So I went out my way to quit smoking. So I'm five years nicotine free. Um, what else? Being at parties, that's a little too crazy, right? I need to have parties where there's balance. I can't just be at a party where they just serving drinks and 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 there's no food, there's no area where no, uh, someone who's practicing abstinence could relax and chill, right? So I like to go to places where it's diverse, more family environments where maybe if someone wants to drink, they could drink, but it's still an environment that has food and beverages and stuff and coffee and stuff for people who don't, for, for someone like me. But what's your trigger? Everything could be different. Listen to our last episode. Now, the purpose of this episode, ladies and gentlemen, was for me to just really talk about relapse. But the reason why I needed to do this is to let you guys know, I don't want you guys so torn up about it when I hear you guys online. So for anyone listening to this, to, to listening to this, when you hear someone immediately talk about relapse, send them this episode, all right? I like to do episodes for real-world applications. So when I see too many people in a small period of time relapsing on the internet, I do an episode so I can send this to them. It's a way of intervent- intervening on their behalf because people are sometimes lost. And I'm here to tell you guys, you don't have to be lost. The magic trick is... You have to be able to turn it off as fast as possible. So relapse will happen as part of your journey. Doesn't mean you have to go on another one month tear. Doesn't mean you have to go on a three week bend. You know, you may go on a one week bend and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm going back to detox. The number one piece of advice I'll have for you, if you relapse, go back to detox immediately. There's no law against detox. Detox doesn't have a minimum requirement. Oh, come back in two months when you when you're really well stewed. You know, it doesn't work like that. You know, if you drink, you could go to detox. Say, look, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I relapse. I want to detox, right? And then that would get you back. That'll give you three days where you can reset. If you can't, then go to a meeting. Do something for God's sake besides continuing to use. All right, because we're going to give you the out relapse is part of the process. Continuing the relapse is not, you know, that's part of the addiction and the, the, the problem. And that's what we're fighting to prevent. So my thing is the faster you could get back on the wagon, the more proud of yourself you're going to be. And what we want to do is reduce the time by eliminating the stigma of the guilt, the fear, the anxiety, the, 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 the self-hatred, the, the, the judgment. The negative judgment, right? Because I used to feel like shit when I relapsed. And I swear to everything in the world, if I just really took it easy on myself emotionally and got up and took a shower and said, you know what, I relapsed, but let me just start over today, right? 
And I think the people around me looked at me crazy, not because they were mean. It was because based on um, past evidence and past behavior, the only conclusion they could make is that this kid relapsed. He's going to continue to drink for a very long time again, you know. So maybe I could have eased their concerns while I protected myself by saying, you know what, guys, I relapsed. Don't beat me up. I'm, I'm going to get back on the wagon. You know, it's going to take me two or three days to feel better. The primary issue with relapse is it makes you feel so shitty the next day. Right. And it disrupts your dopamine. It throws your whole neural transmitter network into haywire. You hormonally feel shot. Your brain is totally depleted of serotonin and your neural, your vital neurotransmitter hormones. And then you, the only thing that's going to make you feel better, at least you think this, is to continue to drink, right? That's the pathway in your brain. That's the behavior programming and the pathway that we have to suffer with. If we relapse, like if I unfortunately relapse, which I totally won't today, right? Because I have no intention on doing that. But let's just say I did, right? Ladies and gentlemen, if I were to relapse today, I know my brain will be so in so much pain. I will be so confused and so hurt. And I will feel so lost. The only logical neuro, the chemical thing that my body's going to be telling me to do is to continue to drink. That's because we're addicts. That's because we suffer from a disease, right? So it's really difficult to stop that impulse to continue to use. So you have to really have some safe, um, some fail safes in place. One of the main fail-safes I could please, I could urge you to do is go directly back to detox. Go directly to an AA meeting. You know, sleep and sweat it out for three days if you have to. But to continue to use is irresponsible and it's going to exasperate the problem. And what we want to do is minimize the problem. So that's my advice. But for most of us, it's hard. It used to be so impossible for me. I would have to play it all the way out again until I hit rock bottom. But we don't have that luxury these days. Too many people are dying before they hit rock bottom. Check out my episode before rock bottom. Where I urge you to try to figure your shit out before you hit rock bottom the third or fourth or fifth time because some of us don't make it the third or fourth or fifth time right i know this episode is going to be such like it's going to seem like one run on um run on sentence about relapse but ladies and gentlemen i'm just like i love you guys i'm passionate about this man i hope you understand i'm in the, i'm i'm in the middle of the field right now i'm still like I'm 100 miles away from home. I have to drive. I had to pull over and take a moment out of my day to say this to you guys because I'm very passionate. Um, Let's keep going. What is the difference between... Wait, is it normal to relapse, all right? Relapse occurs when a person returns to substance use after a period of abstinence. However, it is important to understand that not only does relapse happen, it is quite common and some might say a natural part of the journey of recovery from addiction. What is the difference between relapse and recurrence? 
Relapse and recurrence are terms commonly used to describe a return of depressive symptoms. Relapse is defined as a full return of depressive symptoms once remission has occurred, but before recovery has taken hold. Recurrence, recurrence refers to another depressive episode after recovery has been obtained. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, listen. The purpose of this episode was I had a clip from SAMHSA called um, Relapse Being a Disease, Not a Moral Issue, right? So I really just want to play this clip for you guys to just put it in perspective. It's a couple of calls to action. If you're listening to this and you know someone that's struggling from relapse, please Go back to the episode that I did call How to Survive Relapse because that's a full comprehensive. This is just a quick nugget for you guys, all right? Um, the next thing I want to say is if you are suffering from relapse, do not beat yourself up. Do not feel like shit. And if you're around someone who's making you feel bad, just explain to them. Say, look, this is tough for me. I'm suffering from a disease. I know this. I know it looks bad, but please try not to judge me too harshly. I'm trying to figure this out. All right. The next thing is your job is to remember no matter how deep your relapse is and how and how bad you may feel, you have power. You are not 100 percent powerless at this moment. You can intercede on your own behalf. It may it's going to be challenging, right? But once you have that spark of energy, call the ambulance, call 911, say, hi, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Can you please send an ambulance? I need to detox my body. I feel sick. It's that simple, right? And when they come, tell them that you're afraid, you want to, you want to speak to a psychiatrist or a therapist, and you want medical detox. That's all you have to do. Call the ambulance. They're going to bring you right into the hospital. They're not going to let you leave that hospital until your blood alcohol level is at a safe place, and they'll probably give you an IV and start with the pre-detox process. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's things that we can do. All right. I just want to help break the stigma of relapse. I don't want you guys to feel too horrible. Remember, relapse is a health issue. It's a disease. It's not a moral issue. Okay. so most of us may feel like, oh, this person is a bad guy because they keep doing drugs. That person is selfish. That person is a loser. What? Look at that. They're such an ass. Look at this person. You know, how dare you relapse? How dare you continue to drink after all of this recovery? How dare you do drugs? That's not fair. No other disease in the world gets treated that way, right? All right? If I'm like, you know, if I'm suffering from some disease and I take medication and it goes away and then it comes back again, no one's going to tell me I'm a loser, So it's the same thing. We have to understand that this is a health crisis. It's a health issue. And we have to be patient. We have to have empathy. We have to have a lot of love and compassion for the the addiction community. All right. We talk all of this shit about recovery, but we keep forgetting that there's still addicts every day on the ground. We still we keep forgetting that we're still addicts. 
I'm far removed from it, but I'm still an addict. If I had a beer right now, my whole life would change overnight. Period. There's no way around it. I don't even play with the idea. I'm seven years removed. I'm healthy. I have a lot of money. I could easily just go to the store and buy whatever I want. I go to I go to the store right now and buy whatever I want. But I would never play with that idea because I know where it goes. And that leads me to this. If you're suffering and you relapsed... That's probably what they mean when they say it's part of the process. After a while, I'm telling you, you're going to say, nah, I can't use because if I do, it's all game. It's just throwing in the towel and getting the case of the fuckets. And we have to be careful with that. So don't give up on yourself, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm done. Listen to this clip from this amazing gentleman who eloquently tells us that um, relapse is not a moral issue. It's a health issue. Um, thank him. Thank Samsa. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get my butt back in the car and I'm going to drive home. I love you all. I'll catch you on the other side. Uh, the main thing that people need to understand in working with people in recovery is that uh, addiction is a health issue not a moral issue. It has nothing to do with a person's moral character. It is a health issue, it is a disease, and uh, it needs to be treated as such. You know, So often, uh, addiction is treated like uh, something that the person did bad. It's a bad thing they've done, and uh, they need to clean up their act. And, uh, and it's the only disease that a person gets punished for relapsing. <laughs> for relapsing, you know, I'm a diabetic, and. Uh, if I got going for every time I ate a cookie, <laughs> if they told me you're not going to get any insulin, Sterling, you ate a cookie, I'd be in trouble. And it's the same thing for people in recovery or people trying to get into recovery. There might be instances of relapse, and, uh, but it's not the person. It's the, the person is, has an illness, and the illness is they have a desire for the substance. And it needs to be recognized that it's not the person. It's like when a person has cancer, you don't, you don't look at a person's cancer as something that the person did to get cancer, even though sometimes they might, you know. They still get treated and they get, get, get all the services they need. And the same thing should be for those with uh, behavioral health issues. An example, if someone goes into an emergency room uh, who overdoses, the person is given whatever medication they need to revive themselves or be revived, and then they're discharged from the, the, from the hospital. Um, it's no other illness or situation that someone just, somebody just discharged without follow-up, without referral. It's simply a thing of, okay, you can go now, you know. Um, and it's a matter, it's a, it's a life and death issue, especially if someone's at the stage where they're overdosing, they need help, and they need help right away. But because of the stigma, it's like, well, uh, that's okay. He can, he can be, he'll be okay. He'll be all right. A lot of individuals with behavioral health issues end up in prison and in jails. You know, the vast majority of individuals in prisons and in jails uh, were under the influence of uh, some kind of mood or mind-altering substance, you know, or had the lack of the medication that was needed. But society sees that as, you no, know, they if they drank or they drugged or they didn't take their meds, they, they get the punishment they deserve. Nobody gets punished for any other disease. There's no such punishment for other diseases. So it, uh, the stigma, the, the stigma is a terrible, terrible stigma 
that most people, if they do not have or know someone who has recovered from uh, these issues, simply do not understand. They simply do not understand. Again, thinking there's a moral issue when it is not. Sharpening. We don't worry about the marketing Cause the most precise laser targeting Can't save you when you're putting garbage in Hard hardening, flip the critical Went from miserable to spitting jewels in middle schools From Philly to Liverpool Psychomantis on the canvas No longer random cause my moves I carefully plan them Spitting like huge cannons with Mr. Buchanan Eating through famine, the last two standing Remember when the world is crashing on ya Victory is right around the corner Mega rain Never give up, never give in Getting upset is the end of win Never give in, never give up The tough get going when the going get tough, come on Never give up, never give in Getting upset is the end of win Never give in, never give up The tough get going when the going get tough, come on Let's try Failed twice, came up on a third Always kept it 100, no spam in the words 10x on my moves, expanding the verb Shout out to the fan mega, never ran with a bird X marks the spot, I'ma do it to win For my fam, I'ma stack and flow through to the end Can't rock with all this fake shit and weak ass rhymes The meek inherits, I'd rather spit these deep ass lines Went from losing a grip to making a grip Sick with elusions of bricks to dodging a bid Hope that prodigy lives, the progeny is Rap is the oddity win, the marketing wins Pop is the option to spin, watching the gin Only deal with purity in them, my beautiful kin Always keep maturity in them, these beautiful women Pop, he unusually sin, but usually Winning, let's do it again. Never give up, never give in. Getting upset is letting them win. Never give in, never give up. The tough get going when the going get tough. Come on, never give up, never give in. Getting upset is letting them win. Never give in, never give up. The tough get going when the going get tough. Come on, let's try.